Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. The past is a great place to learn from, but it's a terrible place to live. And the future is a great place to hope for, but it's an impossible place to live in. The present is where God lives and where God invites us to live. And I believe that he gave us the answer by saying, pay attention. What's going on in your body, your heart, and your mind? And that's how you come back into the present moment with me. That's how you experience my love. And that's how you're going to be able to offer love to others. What really keeps you from experiencing peace in your life? With honest transparency, hopeful compassion, and plenty of vulnerable humor, Pastor Jeannie Stevens reveals the shockingly simple path to peace, and that's presence. Today in Connections, she helps us to slow down, center ourselves, and ask the all-important question, what's here now? We're joined today by Jeannie Stevens. She is the author of What's Here Now, How to Stop Rehashing the Past and Rehearsing the Future and Start Receiving the Present. She's also the lead pastor at Soul City Church in Chicago, Illinois. Let's get to know you a little bit better. Tell us a little bit about yourself, about your family, and a little bit about how you got into ministry. Yeah, I am married to the love of my life. We are celebrating 26 years of marriage this summer, which is hard to believe because I still feel like I'm 26 years old. (laughs) So uh, his name is Jarrett, and uh, we started the church that we lead together about 12 years ago. And we also have two kids. So we like to say we have two kids in a church. Um, (laughs) That feels like it was our, our third child. Uh, so our son, Elijah, is 16. Our daughter, Genevieve, is, we call her Gigi, she is 14 and just graduated yesterday from eighth grade. So I'm going to have two high schoolers next year, which I cannot believe. And then our church is 12 years old. So we like to say we have a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 12-year-old, and two very emotionally needy dogs, Moses and Louie. <laughs> and we live, uh, we live just uh, right outside of Chicago. And we've been here for the past 12 years uh, because God brought us here to start this church. What is it about ministry that you love so much? Yeah, I, um, you know, one of the things that I always say about Soul City Church specifically, uh, when people ask me, what do you love most about it? I say it's the people. Um, there's just such an incredible, incredible community of people that is wildly diverse lots of different backgrounds and experiences and life journeys that have led them to this time and place where they're living in downtown Chicago and their lives intersect with this beautiful community called Soul City Church. And for me, I um, I tend to be the type that likes to swim at the deep end of the pool. And so I love getting into deeper conversations with people, uh, how their lives transform, how Jesus intersects um, even the the broken parts of their story and the beautiful parts of their story to bring about transformation. Our mission as a church is that we want to lead people into a transforming relationship with Jesus, that we are always growing. We're always changing. Uh, We shouldn't look the same as we looked uh, a year ago or a month ago or a week ago, that there should always be things that are being transformed because we're in relationship with Jesus and he makes all things new, which includes us. He's constantly making us new. That kind of ties in well with your new book, What's Here Now. I love the subtitle of it. 
how to stop rehashing the past and rehearsing the future and start receiving the present. I feel like you know me very well with that subtitle. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't, especially like my brain loves to bring up like, hey, remember back in 1992 in grade six, you did this and everybody judged you and still thinks that way about you. And yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, Mike, I'm right there with you. Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote a book that I needed. So um, mm. I'm, I'm right there with you as somebody that has a tendency towards either rehashing the past or rehearsing the future. And, you know, the interesting thing about rehashing the past is it's just trying to change something that's already happened or rehearsing the future is trying to control something that hasn't yet happened. But receiving the present moment and being in the here and the now Uh, is choosing to experience what is occurring in this now moment. And, you know, all we really have is this now moment. But we've become a people, you know, that are uh, really drawn to our past and drawn to our future. Mm -hmm. We've even developed things like uh, FOMO, which is the fear of missing out, right? We, We believe that there's a there out there that's better than our here and our now. And yet... The, the present in so many ways is God's zip code. It, it's where God always is at. And you think about if you go to the mall or to the airport or something like that, and you, you go to that map, right? You're trying to find a place that, that you want to get to. You look at that little red dot that says you are here. And so many of us, we go through our lives and we're never really here. We're either in our past or we're in our future. And we're missing what God has in this now moment. And God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But the only place to experience the presence of God, which leads to the power of God and the promises of God, is in the present moment with God. That suddenly made me think of, uh, you know, uh, people asking Jesus, when are you coming back? And he's like, nobody knows the, the, the minute or the hour. Like, just live now, but be prepared now kind of thing, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and, you know, all throughout the scriptures, God reminds us that he is a present God, right? God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. You know, God's not going to, you know, go back to your past or out into your future, although God is with you in both of those places, but where you experience the ever present help of God is in the now, in this now moment. This all seems so very simple listening to it, (laughs) but to change that mindset, that is, that's a bit challenging. Uh, What was that process like for you? Yeah, it is really, it is really uh, challenging, Colleen. I I appreciate the question because I think it's much easier said than done, right? To say, uh, I want to live in the present moment. Yeah, I think everybody (laughs) would say yes to that, but how do I do it? And what I really started to recognize is that Jesus actually gave us the answer. Um, You know, when he was asked regularly, what's the most important thing? He said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself, right? And and so he almost like was was giving us in a very Jesus-style way, you know, of saying, here's where you need to look to get yourself back to the present moment, your heart your mind, and your body. And and so for me, what I do when I start to realize I'm either rehashing the past or I'm rehearsing the future, you know, Mike, like when you said, I'm, I'm thinking about that moment in third grade or, or Colleen, if you're, you know, worrying about something that's going to happen in two weeks from now or two months from now, right? 
that the best way to come back into the present moment is to actually pay attention to what Jesus encourages us to do, to pay attention to our bodies, to pay attention to our hearts, and to pay attention to our minds. And so for me, I I learned how to ask this question, what's here now? And when I ask that question, what's here now, I just pause, I breathe, and I ask, what am I sensing in my body? What am I feeling in my heart? And what am I thinking in my mind? And and sensing and feeling and thinking, anyone can do it at any time. You know, you can you can do this in the shower, you can do this driving the car, you can do this even in the midst of a conversation with somebody else, you know, and, and you're realizing, oh gosh, I'm not really present with this person. How can I come back into this moment? And and literally in a second, you just pause and you go, What's here now? What am I sensing in my body? What am I feeling in my heart? What am I thinking in my mind? And the past is a great place to learn from, but it's a terrible place to live. And the future mm-hmm. is a great place to hope for, but it's an impossible place to live in. The present is where God lives and where God invites us to live. And I believe that he gave us the answer by saying, pay attention. What's going on in your body, your heart, and your mind? And that's how you come back into the present moment with me. That's how you experience my love. And that's how you're going to be able to offer love to others. I'm not hearing from you, don't plan for the future, right? Um, But um, yeah, tell us the difference then between, you know, preparing for the future and stuff like that is okay, but uh, not living there kind of thing, I guess. Exactly. You know, when we tend to rehearse the future, um, rehearsing the future in a way that is um, not helpful to our soul is when we find ourselves worrying, right? And worry is living in this not yet that's worse than here now. Or or when we're prone to denial, um, which is just a defense mechanism to delay or avoid uh, pain and transformation, or pretending, right? Or obligation or control. All of those things, many of us, we try to make our plans from that kind of space. We try to make our plans from the space of worry or from controlling things. And when we come back into the present moment, you know, and we really pay attention to what's here now, then we can make plans from a posture of the present instead of rehearsing a future through worry or denial or pretending, we get to make plans from a posture of contentedness, from a posture of peace, from a posture of what's here now in this present moment. And then I can look out into the future and go, okay, God, from this present place, where are you directing me to go? I I love the moment in Exodus 33 where uh, Moses and God are having this conversation and Moses is just kind of fed up with the people. He's fed up with the Israelites. You know, they've just been grumbling and complaining. And I I love it because he says, God, you know, I I can't do this anymore. And and the the Lord replied to him and said, Moses, where I am directing you to go, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And I love how Moses responds. He says, well, if your presence doesn't go with us, don't send us because I don't want to go. And I think I think the difference of making plans from the present moment and from being present to God's presence is then we don't make our plans uh, through the lens of worry. We don't make our plans through uh, denial or, or even 
pretending or obligation, right? There's, there's something very different when you make plans about the future and it's all focused on obligation, right? I, I should do these things because you're rehearsing a future versus coming into the present moment and really choosing to be at peace with what is here. Well, then you're not going to make a plan because of obligation. You're going to make a plan through the lens of peace. Uh, you're not going to make a plan through the lens of control. You're going to make a a plan through the lens of contentedness. And it just changes how we are with God, with how, how we are with ourselves, how we are with others, when we can make our plans from the present instead of rehearsing the future. What were some of the biggest changes that you saw in your own family or in your faith life when you decided to live in the present yourself? Yeah, I love that question, Colleen. You know, I I noticed that I was more available to my people, um, really with them. You know, last night I, I mentioned my daughter graduated from eighth grade and I, you know, I did the question right as we were walking into the auditorium. I just said, OK, what's here now? What am I sensing in my body? Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm feeling these butterflies in my stomach for her. Um, I'm, I'm feeling a bit of uh, sadness in my eyes, you know, that are resulting in tears. Like this is a big change in, in her life. What am I, you know, feeling in my heart? So much gratitude for these amazing teachers and administrators and our classmates. And what am I thinking in my mind? Wow, this is going fast. How do I have a daughter in eighth grade? Mm. You know, I, I allowed myself to just ask that question and come into the moment and I felt present the entire time, present to what was happening in the auditorium. I wasn't thinking about what we were going to do for dinner later. I wasn't worrying about her freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. How is this going? You know, I was able to come back into the present moment and just be. And, and you know, when we are really with people and not distracted not, you know, thinking about something that already happened or something that is going to happen, they can tell that we're really with them. You know, there's there's nothing like being with a person and you know they're not really there. Um, they're, <laughs> they're somewhere else in their mind. And yeah. so I have seen it change my relationships. I've seen um, me be able to actually identify what's really going on inside of me, especially when things are hard you know, to become a noticer and a namer of the things that are occurring inside of me and being able to, instead of just my behavior reflecting that there's lots going on inside of me, I can actually notice and name those things. And I can say now things like, oh, I, I'm feeling some fear and I think that's why I'm acting this way or I'm, I'm feeling lots of excitement and, and here's what I want to share about that excitement. And it allows me to be really present with what's going on inside of me, what's happening in my relationships, and really present to my relationship with God. And it's brought a spirit of contentment, peace, uh, presence, and uh, just a, a willingness to really enjoy life for what it is, instead of always wanting to change it and control it into something that it isn't. What's Here Now came out in May. So what's the response been like uh, the last little while? And what's it been like to, to hear from people about it? Yeah, it's been out, I think, for about three weeks now, which is so fun. And somebody asked me yesterday, what is, 
something that surprised you that you've really enjoyed about the process of, of the book ah. coming out. And I would say one of the most beautiful surprises is hearing people's stories um, in reading the book. I just got a message from a woman yesterday. There's a whole chapter on grief and um, how unprocessed grief in the past keeps us from the present. And she just sent me a message saying, you know, I, I lost a, a child a number of years ago. And I realized after reading this chapter that I've been living in the past. I, ha I haven't allowed myself to be here in the present moment because I avoided this deep grief work that God wanted me to do. And it was such a powerful message to receive from her. And I just was overwhelmed with gratitude thinking, God, I'm so grateful that these words and these thoughts and these invitations in this book can come alongside of a woman that, you know, walked through the just awful pain of losing a child, but that these can minister to her. They can bring hope to her. They can uh, be a source of comfort and, and even direction to come into the present moment with her pain and her grief from that really, really painful loss. For our listeners that are living in the past, rehearsing the future and want to change that how can they go about picking up this book yeah i uh would encourage you you can pick it up anywhere that books are sold um so anywhere online you can go to your local bookstore if they don't carry it you can ask them to carry it and send it to you um it's available at amazon target all, all those places um Although I know we are recording this in Canada, so I'm not sure um, where all of those locations are. But you can also go to my website uh, at Jeannie Stevens, J-E-A-N-N-E-S-T-E-V-E-N-S.com. And the book is sold there. And there's lots of great um, content as well to go alongside of the book. So, And you can find me on any of the uh, social channels as well, um, Jeannie Stevens. Thank you so much for making time for us today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. It was a joy to be with you. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.